0: Good evening, everybody, and welcome back to Three Spirits Talking. And this is week three of our journey. Keith, good evening, sir. How are you? I'm good, Lawrence. And yourself? Yeah, well, absolutely buzzing today. You have a lovely service, so yeah, yeah. I'm on a, I'm on a roll. On. <laughs> Mr. Rich, sir, how are you? I'm fine,
1: thank you. My EU.
0: I'm um, lovely. If you could just pull your microphone up just a wee bit, um, please, Bill. How's that? Oh, that's much better. I can hear your dulcet tones. That's wonderful. Dulcet, <laughs> eh? Yeah, not dorset, dulcet. <laughs> <Dalsett, yeah. laughs> so, <clears throat> just a quick recap for everybody watching live tonight. And uh, anybody new to this, don't worry. You can go back in the video library and watch the previous two broadcasts. If you've been with us so far on the journey, bless your hearts. Thank you so much. We covered in week one, the first idea, the mental process about mediumship and approaching to join a circle. Last week, we covered some of the topics about when you first come in and sit into a circle. So this week, we're going to take the journey another step on. So we're going to be in that energy now of we've been in circle a while now, all right? No uh, defined period, but we've just been in circle a while, and we, we're feeling comfortable doing this. And you know what it's like when you start feeling comfortable with things, then you start asking questions and you want to push the envelope a little bit. So, and perfectly natural. All do it, no matter what we're doing. We all do it. Yeah, you get a new job. First of all, you're there conscious. Once you can do the job or feel like you can do the job, you just start to push a boundary. So that's where we are this week. And enough of me rabbiting. So I'll start the ball rolling with Keith. <clears throat> Common question that people ask after being sat in a circle for a while. Why am I not progressing as well as others in my circle?
2: Over to you, Keith. Hi. Well, people, please don't be despondent because we are... In nothing more than our own progression. We are not racing against each other. Some people do things better, some people don't. It's whether you're doing anything that's good. And I think that what people try to do, they try and compare to what somebody else is doing. And so in the back of their mind, they're saying, Oh, Lawrence got that. I didn't get that. Well, I should get that. Why am I not getting it? And you make yourself frustrated, whether this has been for your Development as a medium, as a healer, whatever development it is, don't consider yourself lacking. The person to ask if you're doing right, if you're doing wrong, is your leader. So if Lawrence is running this and Bill's been doing really good, there's no reason why you couldn't, in an open platform with your um, leader, that you say, oh. Lawrence, um, Bill seems to be rushing on here better than me. Why do you think that is? Because I bet your life, there's another two or three people that are sat in that thing thinking, "Cool, oh, I was going to ask that question." Because we've all been there. It is, don't panic, people. Speak to the leader, and it might be something simple. And quite often, I have found they will probably say, "Yeah, well, I wasn't so good the last couple of weeks because." My dog's been ill and I've been rushing and I, I've been over working later at work. I've had to rush in. I haven't given myself enough preparation and preparation is very important. So that's a, a quick, a quick resume of, you know, don't rush, ladies and gents. Speak to your teacher.
0: Lovely, Keith. Thank you very much. A lot of people agreeing on the side there. And Bill, same question to you, please, sir.
1: I agree with Keith. I think one of the things that people do is when you sit in a circle, it takes time to find that comfortable feeling within yourself and getting used to the people, the energies, the circle leader, the whole ensemble. And one of the things you do is you'll watch someone and you think, wow, they're brilliant. Why didn't I get that? How come they picked that up? Why is it they see that in a meditation? Why is it they sense this? Why am I not? And to me, people forget that when we go in the circle, people are all at different levels. Some people acclimatise and work with spirit a lot easier. But when you start to get that question in your head, why and the expectations that someone said is, is, is absolutely correct. You know, I I've been aware of spirit twenty years. I should be feeling
2: it better than them or more than them. They put themselves under pressure. And
0: we just got a little pause there from Bill. Uh, just hang on a second and see Oh, you back, Bill. No, Bill seems to have dropped out just at this moment in time. That's a shame. Hopefully, he will be able to rejoin us. Um, but yeah, it's quite an interesting question that one. Um, I find when you say, "Why am I not doing as well as other people?" You know, you're you're then uh, comparing evidence to your mindset and what you say is a a good, you know, a good message. But what could be a good message to you may not be to somebody else. You know, so really, you can't compare like to like. Oh, Bill's back. You back Mister Rich? Oh, I am back, sir. That's, lovely. Put 50 That's a lovely That's a Did you find fifty p for the meter, mate? I <laughs> yeah. for a quick,
1: I said, I went for a quick fag.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, sorry, Bill, I I jumped in to fill in your absence there. Uh, So I'll I'll just quickly finish off the little bit I was saying, and then I'll come straight back to you, sir. Uh, Yeah, we we compare evidence. You know, Keith, for example, to you, if somebody were to give you an old uh, boot with the sole hanging off, that could be the greatest bit of evidence you've ever had. But to anybody else, it's like, oh, well, that wasn't very evidential. But to that one person... It could be the best thing ever. So, you know, don't compare yourself to others. Be you, because this is what it's about. You're um, developing you. You're not developing yourself as a clone of. Bill, sir, back to you.
1: When you go the circle, the first things I make clear to people when, when they're sitting in there, you're here for you. You're not here to compare yourself against another person. Right? it's not a race like Keith quite rightly said take the lessons slowly lower your expectations taking the lessons and relax there's nothing worse than when you sit there and you start to compare yourself because once you put yourself under pressure you can put them blocks up and you've got the circle leader there to turn around and say why is it that for two weeks I flew but the last four weeks I haven't because you're learning something. There's, every time you sit in circle, just that group, you're learning all the time. That is what I say. Don't put yourself under great expectations.
0: How very true, Bill. So, we move on. Here's one uh, I'm quite uh, familiar with. What's the point of learning philosophy when I could be doing mediumship? <laughs> Who would like to uh, take that one first?
2: You. I don't mind. Bill oh, don't okay. mind. <laughs> Neither of us mind because we, I believe that whatever you're doing, whatever you're doing, and we talk about mediumship, you've got to know the philosophy. You've got to know what the grassroots are about what you're doing. If you're going to learn to drive a car, you cannot get on the motorway doing 100 mile an hour without knowing where first gear is. So if you don't know what you're in control of and how to understand it, I've, I've seen this with people who are alleged mediums who have not got a clue what this is all about. And there seems to be a new wave of people that are coming through saying, I'm not into spiritualism, but I can give messages. But they don't give messages. They talk psychic bubble to people. That's what they do. They have conversations. They will say things like, there's a woman in spirit. Could be your mum. Could be your sister. Could be a lady down the road. Um, Do you have a bad back? Now, if you are being taught correctly, and this is what we're saying, you need to know how you start, what you're doing it, why you're doing it, what is the reason of doing it. That is your philosophy that we learn. Lots of churches used to, and they're not doing it so much now because people have centers. I'm not having a pop-up about anybody else. Seven principles, 15 principles. Bill, I expect, learnt them. You probably learnt them, Lawrence. People have to know. You can't drive a car if you don't know what the highway code is, although lots of people do, but they don't drive it properly. So that's my saying that we need the philosophy. We need your grassroots. You need to understand what you're doing. Because until you know, when you go wrong, you don't know where you're going wrong. You don't know where you're going wrong. So that's, you know, I'm quite passionate about spiritualism and what we do. And I think Bill is. So that's my brief answer.
0: No, that's uh, lovely, Keith. I can see a lot of nodding in agreement here and quite a few comments coming as in supporting that as well. Mr. Rich. Over to you, sir. If you could stay on the whole five minutes now, that'd be great. Okay, back, <laughs> you know I, mean?
1: I, I put not bag out, yeah. To me, being a medium, you're demonstrating your clairvoyance or healing, whichever way you work with spirit, you've got a foundations, your belief, what spiritualism is, and the foundations is the philosophy. You've got to know what it's about you've got to understand what you're trying to do someone comes up to you and says what's a medium you'll explain oh you do messages etc but key you fit something on the, the now on the head here there's a new breed of mediums coming out that A don't do the opening prayer and closing prayers and the addresses right oh don't do that they don't sit and understand what spiritualism is about and the other thing I, I really annoys me is what spiritualism went through to get it to where it is now right now you walk down the street you say to someone what's a medium oh they talk to dead people they give messages, and etc but at one time people don't realise it was illegal and and the the, the critics and the people pulling people apart in the spiritualist movement. Philosophy to me is vitally, vitally important and when I run Circle I give them homework. Silly little question. What does that mean? Go and find out. But now what you do if you do it with them they go and Google it and they give you a bit of paper say there you go and it's verbatim as Google says it and I say to them but you've offered me a bit of paper which means nothing. What can you tell me about it? You know what is and one of the greatest questions you pose to them is you say, what is Spiritualism about? And go and find out. And nine times out of ten they don't bother to look into it. I think a lot of mediums are taught now we don't want the Philosophy. And to me if you haven't got the Philosophy you haven't got Spiritualism because that is what it is, the philosophy, the working with, the improving and sharing and understanding what you do. If I went to a mechanic and he said to me, what's the problem? So I've got a problem with my car. Oh, it's a thing of me, Bob. Not connected to the whatchamacallit. And he used the flu thing. I'd look at him and think, no, I don't want you. But if you can stand here and tell me what it's about, I will listen to you. Because you're a man who knows what you're talking about. That's
0: my say. Lovely, Bill. Uh, yeah, I'm. I'm. Not, it's actually really heartwarming to see this passion here for the philosophy because I also, I would quite happily do a service of philosophy and um, without what we refer to as mediumship because when we're working philosophically, we are using our mediumship, and this is one of the points I try to get over to people in circle. I'll stand there. As I said, I love the philosophy, and I know when whoever steps in, I don't go into trance, but I know I'm influenced enough. I'll say something, or I'll use a word, and my mind goes, oh, that's interesting. That's great. I love that, because it's not me. And so often, so often, people come up to you after the service saying lines similar to I came here for a message, but you answered my problem in the in the address.
2: Yeah. And Keith, I, can I just ask a question, please, to everybody who's listening, right? And and by way of an example, if you look at bands, it's the longevity, right, that we have. Now, if you look at people like the Who, Phil Collins, you know that type that been going forty, fifty years they have had a grounding they've gone out there and they're doing it you know they're going it around you get other bands that come in they have one one it wonder disappear that has happened in spiritualism but if you have a look and i just say this and people will shoot me for this i don't mind you have mediums that come along they they all and i've had this so many times from people they will say keith i want to be in The theatres, I want to do the theatres I want to get out there at theatres Their roots, their philosophy Started in their churches And what happens, they go to theatres What happens, the theatres say People aren't coming now, they're going back to the churches Where do the mediums go? Back to the churches Because without the people I can stand in a shop window And talk to a load of furniture And give them a message It doesn't mean anything People, please if you are a medium and you want to help people, remember your roots, please. Remember where you Remember Lawrence's church. Remember all the other churches around the world that are there for you, for everything that you need. And there's a lot of good people in these churches. Sorry, I'm getting on my soapbox. Would you want to say something, Laurie? Yeah?
0: Would it help if I said no? No. <laughs> <laughs>
1: there's uh, a little thing someone I think Phil real short put on there about the we learnt the principles because it's the foundation of spiritualism and mediumship very true people say to me they struggle with um, addresses and stuff like that and I say to them in my circle read seven principles right understand what they're about understand the philosophy and you will never be stuck for an address and it is as simple as that it's there for you if you put the time in it but as Keith said my saying to people is when they want that with the big platforms and the theatres be careful who you tread on the way up because you've got to meet them on the way down
2: yeah that's my
1: say yeah
0: very true and the uh, seven principles those of you are not aware please feel free to look them up online um but they are every time you look as you develop each principle takes on a new depth and a new meaning. You know, uh, I, I'll quote: when I first read it as complete novice, personal responsibility. Well, no. I thought, well, you know, I've washed, <laughs> I've shaved, yeah. me flies are done up. There you go, um, happy days. Okay. <laughs> <And> that, boy, <laughs> <laughs> now, whole new level. Whole new level. You know, I'd have a growl at somebody, go away thinking, yeah, that was wrong. I, I, I need to work that out or, yeah, because I did wrong. I could do better. Not I did wrong. I could do better. But that's what I'm just saying. With the philosophy, you get this richness and this depth of what we're about. You know, we're not skimming on the top like a mayfly. Oh, hello. Yeah, I like that. Um, yeah, we're not skimming across the surface. Surface like a mayfly, we're really immersing ourselves in the full richness of what we are about as spiritualists. Thank you, gents. Right, that's me off my soapbox. That's good. (laughs) You need need two soapboxes. (laughs) Number three. Uh, yeah, this one. Uh, we're all familiar. Anybody running circles, uh, will understand this. In fact, anybody sitting in circle with other people will understand this uh, sentiment being said. How do I get on doing public demonstrations and private readings? <laughs> Bill, you first, please, sir. Uh, how
1: do I get into doing the what? Sorry, on the stack. So
0: you've been in circle just for a certain amount of time. You are still in that uh, I'm in a circle learning my craft. But I feel like I want to start pushing the envelope and going out there doing services or start doing private readings.
1: (laughs) The moment your circle leader says yes, you can do it. Um, Not going to make me a lot of friends this but it's the way I teach and it's the way I was restore I've got to trust the people in my circle right and in turn earn their trust for me and the journey that we're all embarking on not just the guys sitting in circle we're all on this journey is about trust and the trouble is people want to run before they can walk right and that is where the problem lies I say to them I've had it I've had lots of people in circle say to me uh, I want to do readings boy why well um, I think I'm ready well okay let's see what you do in circle tonight and they look at you with that look of horror because if you can't do it in circle you're not ready to do it outside you've got people's emotions people's feelings and they neglect the responsibility of what they're doing Going to platform, I maybe it's the way I was taught. My circle leader would take me out onto platform and I would gain experience. She would take me to days of readings at the churches, right, where you'd do a 20-minute reading for whatever that person's paid to the church. But I'd be sitting there with L plates on my back because that's exactly what I was doing was learning my craft learning how to pick up, how to work. The person who is responsible for helping you get out onto that that platform if you like or the the readings is is your circle leader. If I have people that do it behind my back then I'm sorry I can't have them in my circle because the moment and I'm not being funny I've had this where um, i'll be honest with you ladies and gentlemen i packed up teaching for quite a few years because of one person i put so much effort into him believing etc and he went behind the back and he did it behind my back where a church phoned me up and they said bill we've trusted you as a medium for years you brought your fledglings up we've given them opportunities um, but you put one out that's not ready and I thought I haven't put one out and I said who last night it was advertised one of your fledglings up there we had 120 people in here and it was a nosedive and what they'd done they went out behind my back and told the churches or the centres I'm ready I've got the blessing of my circle leader and that's the problems that can cause let the circle leader guide you that's what they're there for to teach you to help you listen to their advice because it's not they want trying to hold you back they're trying to help you develop properly let them guide you i I really do believe that that's me
0: yeah very true bill and keith over to you please
2: i i agree me if somebody comes up to me and says Keith, I'm ready to go out and do X and Y, whatever they want to do. I say, the first thing I say is, why do you think you're good enough to do it? Why? You tell me, why well, you're good enough. Well, because I think I am. And I do this. I say, okay, I give you three or four people. You can do 15-minute readings with them. And I will. I want them all taped. I want them all taped. And you tell me if the one, the fourth one is as good as the first one, or if you are just repeating the same thing, and they get a bit shirkish, they go back and go, but if you are working correctly, you should be able to do it. And I say this to people all those people that want to go out there and join, if you like, our journey, and I, I hope they do because we won't be here forever. just one little piece of um, a secret sir, that, that, that you people can hear. There is a huge, a huge underground network going on between all the mediums who know other churches that know other churches that know other mediums. So if Lawrence phones me up and says, Keith, there's this bloke called Bill Rich, says he sits in your circle, wants to come to my church. What's he like? Now, that is the truth, ladies and gentlemen. So don't think you can get away with it. Because as soon as you get a good name, it will go. It takes a long time. As soon as you get a bad name, you will kill it in half an hour. And if you've got a good name, that goes around our journey to all the different churches, wherever you're going, even as much as having done theatres and worked in all sorts of places, even the theatres say, oh, my goodness, we had this Keith Charles here the other day. Oh, he was this, he was that. It soon goes around. So you've got something that people can either treat you with a good respect as a good person or they will say, don't touch him. That's that's the truth. So, ladies and gentlemen, in your hurry to get up there, make sure that you want to do it forever, not just for six months or a quick a quick buzz. All right, because you notice, like I was saying about the bands, you have a look at the mediums, like, you know, Bill, myself, and all the rest of it. And yourself, Lawrence, you've been in this a long time. We don't do it for the money. We do it generally, generally, we do it because of the love of what we do and why we do it. And I could pick up my phone, and I know I can, because you happen to be in. you're just, and I'd say, Bill, Lawrence, I'm doing a charity event down in Hampshire. Would you come and do it? Yes, Keith. If I'm free, I'll come. They don't turn around and say, what's the money? They either say yes or no. So that's why I love what I do and I do what I love. Sorry for it. It makes me so passionate. This it does. I'm sorry. (laughs) I'm not going to apologize for it. I am.
0: I actually picked all these questions specifically for you, Keith.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> I thought, like, oh, well, what pushes <laughs> his buttons again? Oh, yeah. Yeah, uh, I've, had it. I've had instances not too dissimilar to what you were saying, Bill. Uh, somebody approached me and said, here, one of the mediums you trained has been bed- badgering my mum to give her a private reading. And I went, oh, my God, who? And they said this name, and I went, I don't even know them. unless well, they said they sat with you. I, I don't know. I, I have no idea who you're talking about. So yeah, this thing does go on. But I, I was uh, like us in this uh, '60s rock band that's on screen currently. I keep thinking of Phil Collins actually looking at the screen at the moment. <laughs> um, yeah, I was trained. I. Uh, various mediums moved around a couple of circles as you do it's perfectly normal uh and the, the last one who was the one that launched me uh i don't mean she hit me with a bottle of champagne and threw me off a key she actually took me out to a couple of services i was allowed to sit with them on the platform i was introduced to the church as well and that's a that's a big key that is a big key because like these gentlemen here when you bring on a medium as a circle leader they are your reputation as well up there so you would not push them out there you know without going through this process of come up do a few services and i'd be told right you're doing the opening prayer and i'll let you do one message and that was it that was all i would do and i <laughs> i i would get the feedback <laughs> trust me I would get the feedback on the way home. But that was the way that it was done there. I know today we are living in different ways. I can hear people saying, oh yeah, but it's all different today. Do you know what? No, it isn't. If you are training properly to become a medium, to work on the platform, your circle leader as part of your lineage is responsible to help you launch. Because I've had people coming up to me from other circles saying, how do I get on the platform? And my first answer always is, what does your circle leader say? Because yeah. that is their job. You know, right. I'm sorry. I know there's a couple of circle leaders out there now, probably throwing things at the screen. Uh, mm-hmm. But no, sorry, if you are going to launch a medium out there, you will escort them to open platforms, fledgling nights, if you're a working medium, have them up there on the platform with them and encourage them and introduce them. Because, you know, if I get Fred coming in here that I've never seen, never heard of saying I want a book in, guess what? They're mm-hmm. not going to get one. But That's if I see cool. people progress on the open platform and I've done it here, open platform, one or two, I've said, actually, I would like you to come round with me and just do a couple of messages just to get you that confidence and do that presentation
2: polish. Anyway, can I just ask Bill one question, one question, yeah. and, and this would demonstrate what you've just mentioned. Bill, what's four times two? Oh, When did you learn that, Bill? God, when I was down about in the eye to a grasshopper at school. What was Lawrence saying about what you learn? If you, if you learn it properly and it stays, it, you will know it forever. Yeah. I learned it 50, 60 years ago. My mediumship, I'm learning it every day. What Lawrence said, exactly. if you've got the right foundations, you will be a good exponent, always trying to be better. Sorry, Lawrence, but that was wow. very important what you said. I'd yeah. to say something if I can. Um,
1: is that all right? I just want to say something about that because I think it has shown people out there How passionate we are as teachers to help our students. The first lesson I teach, one of the first things I do with my students in circle, they might be in there two weeks, they might be there six weeks, could be eight weeks, whenever. But I will say to them, next week they're coming up on platform with me. The look of horror on their face. And I say to them, but I don't want you to work. I want you to sit up there so they get used to people looking at them does that make sense they get that idea of you're standing here that's what's out in front of you now you can feel the expectation on you right you wouldn't want to go up there half-cut you want to go up there with the blessing of your circle leader saying you're now ready but I always believe when I come out of circle we were a fledgling guys for two years. Our circle leader would take us for readings, take us up on platform, right? They would, when we got that push to say right you're going out, they would say if that medium offers you to work with them they're a good medium, they will help you. We had that back from the circle leaders, does that make sense? You're there to help them because let's face it, I mean we all know guys if you go up there and it goes pear shaped that is a lonely lonely place up there right and one pear shaped evening can destroy five years of work that you've done because you think I'm never going to do it again it's so so true I agree with that the circle leader you're there to help them we're not there for egos we're there to help you but like Keith said there's a great Yeah. You do something, everybody knows, everybody. I have to say that because it's important, I think.
0: No, and well said, Bill. And actually, you did say something earlier on, uh, which I meant to touch on, was about um, when it's a period of learning, we must never forget. It is not only our learning It is those teams in the spirit that are working with us, learning how to work with us. They don't step in fully equipped. You know, they're not there suddenly, all singing, all dancing. They have to learn to work with us just as much as we need to learn to work with them. So it's not I'm ready, are we ready? Whole new concept. Wonderful. So going on for the last question, and it, this uh, I love this one because I hear this time and time and time again, no matter what the development is, whether it be healing, physical, trance, mediumship, it doesn't matter. Everybody gets this. Why do I seem to be stuck with my mediumship? Why is it I don't feel like I'm progressing? I got here, and now I'm just sort of like plateaued. What's going on? Keith.
2: We all go through that. We all go through that. And do you know what? That is learning. That is learning. If it was too easy for, who's never had an accident in the car? (laughs) You know, who's never cut their finger? Who's never fallen over over on a curb? They're the things that we learn in life. You learn things. If you thought it was that easy, do me a favor. Don't come into our our journey because you're not going anywhere. You know, we don't learn, and and I've spoken this many times you don't learn when everything is going tickety-boo and everything's lovely and people are patting on your back. Does you nothing? Does nothing for you except your ego. It's when you get it wrong and you walk home or you're on the bus or you're in the car and you are having a right mayor with spirit why did you treat me like that why did you do that like that why did and then you sit down the next day and you go actually it was me i was getting too flash i was being too quick i was being rude and i've got a wife who has been with me for like 30 years she hasn't come to all my dems i know bill as my biggest biggest guide if you like is my wife Christine she will say to me "Keith, I didn't like you tonight mind you that's much nice but she would say to me you know you were too quick you were too flash whatever it might be and she's the only one that I listen to I listen to other people but you you, you know what you have got to do is say do you know what I've just got to sit here for a minute and I don't care what exam you've ever done in your life what exam whether it's to be a doctor whether it's to be a mechanic you're not going to get 100 out of 100 every day. There will be longs, and that's when you start to learn. Say, I've got to go back and practice that. There's not a problem about going back. Why didn't I do it? Oh, I didn't spend enough time doing my meditation. I'm not doing this properly. I'm not listening. And do you know what? If you've got a good teacher, they will tell you what you're doing wrong. And generally, it's because if you have a chat to them, they will say, well, I did get this, Well, why didn't you tell me then? Why didn't you say it was a man that you saw? Well, I didn't. Well, if you'd have told him, what could you see? Well, he had a black suit on. He had a pink hat on, whatever it might be. But I didn't say it because it looked silly. You know, people are always guiding themselves to say, no, that's not good. And then afterwards, don't do this, ladies and gentlemen, because you're born with the pants off of me, is when you've added them, and you've done a 15 minute message at 10 messages, and you come off and you spend 45 minutes talking to the person you're giving the message to. It's not necessary. It is not necessary. All you're doing, you're trying to massage your own ego you to say, was this right? Was that right? You know whether it's right or wrong. You're the person and your teacher. Thank you, Lawrence.
0: Absolutely lovely, Keith. And Bill, over to you, please.
1: I love what Keith said
0: from the heart and
1: it's so true so so true there isn't a medium I know a student or anyone that has not asked that question why am I stuck why is it I don't seem to be going further why is it I don't seem to be doing this and doing that and I would say ask yourself what it is that you think you should be doing right you ever stop and think of it? you're very quick we're all very quick to say oh i should be doing this and i should have had that the amount of times i've come off the platform and i've been sorry to use this word disappointed you know it's there's a feeling you get what well, it didn't feel strong and 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 I, and I know i went to that person with their mum or their dad just didn't seem like it was going right and I'm getting into this sort of routine of it and I asked for it I asked the guide you know come on guys what's going on and they just say well you're working yeah but why ain't I'm getting this and why ain't I getting that and the answer I get back from them sometimes is did we give it to you well no did you give what you was given to that person yes then you've done your job you've done your job you've done what spirit of asked you to do if you get abc you give them abc you don't want abc defg because you're making it up then you haven't got it you haven't got it and i see people do this and when you get in that that routine of pulling yourself apart each obstacle that presents a problem is a learning curve you've got to reach a little bit deeper you've got to look at it and you've got to overcome the words we used at the very very beginning of this this course we were doing were dedication devotion and discipline it's not going to be given to you here's a present for you everything you need to be the top class medium you've got to work for it you're going to pose questions to spirit and say oh, I wonder what it's like to do that, how would I give this? And I think sometimes people are very, very guilty of not explaining things to Spirit, does that make sense? They don't explain it, they say, oh yeah, but it should have been. When you're telling Spirit what it should have been, how about saying to Spirit, I would like, or what would it be like? Because the moment they hear that, they will give it to you when you least expect it. And Keith said rightly if it was so easy, I wouldn't do it. I can think of times in my life growing up through the homes, the locker, everything. And I can say I've hit the bottom, but I've never hit the bottom so hard as I have with spirit because it's not another person's fault it's not someone instigating something, it's me. And again, that expectation. So what I say to people is, every medium I know reaches this people, you get stuck. Keith, Laurie, you've seen mediums, Keith, of all the mediums you've worked, you go up on the platform with someone, whether it be a fair, we've all done it, and they go up in front of you and they give a message. And you sit there and you say, how the hell do I follow that? how do I match that that was brilliant it's their message for that person out there if you was meant to have it Spirit would have given you that message to go to them you've got your own message your own way of working and sometimes you have to learn your own lessons so when you reach these little troughs where you doubt yourself and think I'm stuck don't look at it as being stuck look at it as it's another lesson the spirit will
0: help you to overcome it. Talk to them. The key words, talk to them. That's my say. And brilliant to both of you gentlemen. Yeah, it is a question as uh, both strengths have um, clarified. Everybody gets it, you know, and always, as we've been saying throughout all these shows so far, this is a journey into mediumship and life is about that journey you know it's not the destination don't fix your sights on your name up there in lights you know and 200 watching you in a theater is how you get there that makes that i find with the plateauing with some people is maybe a shift in the energies maybe you're just getting things slightly differently Maybe instead of clairsentiently, they're trying to work with you clairvoyantly and all different things like that. Because again, and I can't stress this enough, you are part of a group learning how to communicate with each other. I mean, we do this on earth. We go into a new work situation. I used to work in uh, one department with a load of engineers in another department. And although we were all similar, we all were human, we all spoke and everything, we couldn't communicate with each other because we were speaking our own languages and we had to evolve over time this middle ground where actually I could understand what the engineers were trying to explain and the engineers could actually understand what I was trying to give us an answer. And that's exactly the same as you working with spirit. You know, it is exactly the same. You're working together, you're pulling together, and sometimes it's sort of like, oh, okay, maybe we need to adjust here, maybe we need to shift the energy, maybe we want to try this way. It's your journey. Yeah. You feel it now, a few weeks' time, a few months' time, you take off again. Absolutely wonderful. Gents. Gents. Uh, yeah, this, this has been fun tonight. <laughs> 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 yeah, absolutely. you
2: uh, so of... really? Keith. Yeah, I, I just think that when if you're passionate about what you do, it just rises. It just rises. And I know that um, Phil put a message on there. Phil Shaw put a message about the SNU, and I know somebody answered that. It's it's uh, this thing that goes on in life that we have lots of people not just the SNU and, and Phil knows that so because people say to me what's the SNU they they don't know it you know but it what it is is the fact that there are lots of people coming together to do one thing prove there's a life after death as best you can and what we've got to remember ladies and gentlemen I always say this to when you are working with spirit, ask spirit, ask, ask. And if they say they don't answer, you say, well, don't talk to me then. You say you can't say that. You say, yes, you can. I've got a man here. What's he saying? Nothing. We'll tell him to go away then. <laughs> I wouldn't have a bloke come and knock on my door. Hello, mate. What do you want? You know? You say, well, clear off then, wouldn't you? You know, it's, it, I, I trying to get across is like, what you ask, you're asking you will receive and you will get something.
0: Yep, very, very true, because we, we sometimes overlook that key word, communication, and the levels. Like I was saying earlier about the seven principles, the more you uh, learn, the more further you go along on the journey's path, the greater the meanings of these words, in and, and communication. You know, maybe with people on the earth, not listening to the words they're saying, but actually hearing the energy in which is coming out of them. And exactly the same with spirit, learning how to listen. You know, if somebody shows me a fish, I don't say a salmon. I'll say, I've got a fish. So, There's a
2: question for you, Lawrence, right? Um, A lady on here, and you probably get this a lot at your church, right? And the question from Joan is, what do you do if you get a message and you've never spoken to that person. What do you do with it? Do you go and speak to that person? It, it's up there.
0: What do you do if you feel like you have a message with someone, but you've never approached that person with it? Right. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> Interesting. I've got an agreement. The way I work with my team in Spirit is I work when I'm up there on the platform. I have a caveat. If there is a need, I literally physically get like that sensation out the back of my head. If I get that when I'm talking to somebody, you will steer the conversation around because the opportunity, if spirit want you to communicate with them that message, they will also give you the opportunity in which to do it. They're not going to run up to somebody like the busboy at Walmart and say, I've got your mother here, you know, because what's going to happen? However, if you feel that is the link and you just smile and say hi, you will find that they will actually talk to you because... It's not just us. It's a spirit team. There is a need for that message. And if there is a need for that communication to be passed over, the favorite word that all us mediums absolutely adore, trust, that that opportunity will come about. And I've had it, you know, a few times out of course Okay, okay, I'm picking up stuff here. I'm talking to somebody, I'm picking it up, and you're just naturally part of the conversation. Oh, have you ever, you know, heard of a medium? Oh, yeah, I go to mediums all the time. Yeah. Because you've also got that uh, thing as well. A lot of people do not believe, absolutely fine. Some people vehemently do not believe. If you get somebody of a very, very strong religious connection, and you said, I've got your mother here, uh, you, you've lost it, you know? So, what was the point of that? Spirit or intelligent? If they give you something that you know is for somebody else, you're getting an opportunity, but you've got to work with that and just sort of like engage in conversation, even just a smile, to start the communication going. And if if it's right, the opportunity will unfold in that uh, talk with them. I hope that's answered your question, Joan. Oh, goody, good. All right, so what else have we got? I'm I'm enjoying tonight, actually. I like this. This is uh, good, good, good. Quite a few comments coming in, uh, which is nice. You know, this is what the whole idea of these series of uh, programmes are about, is to get people talking and ask questions and join in and be part of, you know, not sit there at a distance and watching like an observer so yeah phil every form of learning requires dedication hard work and perseverance there are no shortcuts and it is the same with evidential mediumship you know there's
2: a question to each of us here isn't there when did you stop learning yeah Yeah, carry on Oh, right.
0: Yeah. Sorry. I was looking for that on the comments. (laughs) Sorry. No, no, no. When do we stop? You don't.
2: And and one thing that we all have been taught this, you're only as good as your last message. You're only as good as your last message. So don't go along and go, oh, I was brilliant last night because I'm telling you, you are not a medium. The day you say to somebody, I was brilliant last night, you are not a medium. You're not somebody that I want to work with. Because the ego has just burst out of you and said, oh, I'll wipe, I'll wipe that person off the stage. I've had all these sort of comments, you know, and it's just not the same. And I think when a good test for people is when you and you've done it, Bill, and I've done it. I think Lawrence probably done it. When you've got somebody in your development class and all you say is just say yes. Don't say anything else. If you're, I'm giving you a message, Bill, I'm being taught that all I want you to do, Bill, is say yes. Just say yes. Because people say, well, you need their voice. No way. No way do you need their voice. It's just nice if you think you can hear some, but you don't need a voice. Because what do you do if somebody's deaf? Does that mean you can't give them a message? <laughs> You know, you can write it down, you can do whatever you want You can point, you can get anything My dad couldn't talk for four years after a stroke And he spoke with his finger, you know It's kind of, that's what it is It's like, you're as good as your last message Keep on working, keep on working
0: Very true, and I had a I. (sighs) You, we do not remember every message we'd ever given because we would just go slightly um, fruit Loops if we did. But you do remember the poignant ones, the ones where not only giving the message was doing its work for both sides, I learned something. And I always remember I was with a lady and her father had come through, we'd establish the identity wonderfully, XYZ, <coughs> excuse me, and he he father was saying i'm so sorry that at the end i was so much trouble and the lady fully understood what was saying saying it's all right it doesn't matter but then father said something he said the manner in which i passed was part of my experience here on earth (laughs) and that always that stuck with me that was quite or awesome to me, that even the manner in which we leave this part of our life is still on the educational cycle for our own spirit. How brilliant is that? I love that.
1: I've got to say this, two people, Stacey and Linda, Stacey Spark, I think it's Spark, and Linda Buckley, two messages there, that tie in beautifully with what we're saying. And Stacey Sparkle put, have you heard someone give a message you disagree with? Yeah.
0: Sorry, Bill, just to interrupt. I did ask her just to clarify because I didn't quite grasp the energy there, but she has there now.
1: Right. I was going, uh, have you heard someone give a message you disagree with? The answer to that is yes. As sitting out in the audience one night and watching St i have seen mediums well give a message that had no right coming off the platform any platform at all i don't care there was no excuse for it and well they did i'm going to be honest i'm i'm, I'm going to put it out and I, you know if people don't agree then tonight i'm going to say tough um very difficult as a man we don't know what it's like to lose a child a baby and so we can turn around and say to someone there's a child in spirit and this is exactly what this medium did and as they said it the woman said yes I can accept that the medium stood there and you could see this look in his face as oh yep I'm on the button here and I mean this seriously guys and in the next breath turn around and said yep it was an abortion," and I just cringed right absolutely cringe. everything I believed in everything I was told about responsibility which ties in with what Linda said right and her message about responsibility has just gone out the window and I just thought oh my god what have you done because the thing is that you know, people got to learn is once it's said it can't be retracted you can't turn around and say to someone oh well, I didn't mean to call you that right but that's what spirit said the responsibility stops with the medium this medium walked up to me afterwards and like he said you know oh yeah I worked really well tonight and I said really and I said well, that message you gave yeah well that's what spirit told me and I said oh really I said was well, if her husband was sitting in there with her, and know nothing at all about this, the damage you've caused. So, when I saw the, the, the comments on there about a message given, people look sometimes for this dramatic, the ensemble message, right? And you think, you clown, what are you doing? You're bringing everything we believe in and train people to believe in you just brought it straight in the disrepute now. You've you dirtied it, if that makes sense. And what I say to people is there are some messages that you can't give, there are some messages that you might be able to give away from the platform. But the remember one thing, what you say, you are responsible for. I had to answer that question, I'm sorry, I really felt I needed to answer that, but thanks for giving me the opportunity on that one, guys.
0: No, that's fine, Bill. Um, it, it, Stacy, my love, I, I feel it's it, it, probably my weird brain going. It's a bit ambiguous, that question. Are you saying it from the point of view that a medium is giving you a message and they, you know, your father was a jockey and he's saying, I've got your father here and he used to be a huntsman on a horse. Are you saying it in that energy? I'm not quite sure um but yeah if if you are saying it in that energy as i've just described um i might give that in feedback after the message but i wouldn't stop the flow because it's your message so if the medium saying to you oh i've got your father here and he's you know a huntsman riding a horse and you knew your father was a jockey you get the gist of it because it is your message afterwards you can feed back to the medium because they might go oh i just saw the red and i thought huntsman but of course reds can be the silks you know and it's it's your message my love so if you are saying it in the energy in which i'm interpreting it of you are receiving a message and the medium is giving you misinterpreting what they're giving you if you can understand it that's fine it's your message but afterwards i would feed it back to the me. i wouldn't pull them up halfway through the message because you activate the medium's mind and the minute you do that, the link then becomes a little bit fuzzy and us men can't multitask as you ladies keep telling us. So please don't ask us to. (laughs) (laughs) Keith, have you got some finer words, please? I
2: I just want to say something that Bill said and I think is important to everybody. One thing that I really do not like is mediums becoming anti- Becoming amateur dramatics. So, for instance, I've had a heart attack, right? So, when you see a, a medium and they go, Got a man? Oh, yeah, pains in his chest. Oh, I can feel the pain, really pain. What is that all about? What is that all about? Can't you say, Got a gentleman here who had pains in his chest? Because there are certain things that happen, certain things that happen of way people pass. You've got to remember, you're talking about somebody's mum, somebody's brother, somebody's sister that's out there. So for your dramatics, that person is going to remember what you've said for the rest of their life. So please, ladies and gents, just be careful as to how you explain parts in a message. Don't do the dramatics. You don't need it. You really don't need it. That's that's just a, a temper and a little bit of, you know, it should not happen. It wouldn't happen in my circle because I wouldn't p- teach people that way. So that's that's just something I feel people, when they're talking about getting messages, and I certainly wouldn't step in the middle of Bill's message and say, Bill, you've done that wrong. I just want to tell you this. I, I can understand what Stacy has clarified because she said, Yes, both of you are teaching, or in, and, and, and that is right. So that's just that I wanted to say, Bill, about like you mentioned about how that lady lost her child, or how somebody lost their life. And I think it's dramatics is just not. You're you've got a church, you haven't got a theatre. If you understand me for mediumship. So thank you for that, Lawrence. Well, thanks
0: no absolute pleasure thank you gentlemen thank you so much everybody who's joined absolutely wonderful again uh next week will be week four we've got five weeks this month so week four we'll see the end of the journey uh of your development as a mediumship because next week we'll be tackling with some of the things that will come up with you out there working as a medium be it for private readings and some of the pitfalls there uh church work theatre work, whatever. So we're going to have a look at that little area next week. On the fifth week, I think we'll have a nice little open forum for anybody. So good idea. yeah, Yeah. Anything to do with spiritualism. All right. Uh, and please do not put on the side if you got a message for me, because I might respond, and it won't be the message that you really want. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
2: you're going to be your guy telling you that, though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Thank you very much, everybody. Absolutely lovely. Uh, the people watching it, brilliant comments coming in. You're going to have to, Linda. <laughs> you're going to have to wait till next week. <laughs> um, yeah it, it is it's really interesting the energy is going on here. I'm, I'm uh, enjoying this we wish you all a good night just a few little things for the Paul Church on Saturday night we have Hilary Stanley and her work with the Violet Flame uh, so that's going to be an interesting evening those of you who are aware or familiar with what the Violet Flame represents uh, don't forget we are open here in Paul for live church services i almost want to say live church services with the dead but i don't think i'm going to get away with that line so <laughs> no uh, no we have live services and they are streamed live as they happen uh and then they're also available in the library that's the side so if you are missing out on your <laughs> you service
2: curlers like a gone, bill <laughs> My in the do,
0: you, do you see what i have to put up with people <laughs> you know what I, it's like herding kittens I, I just surrender
2: oh, love god. you all oh, miss yeah. you all. god bless you everybody good night oh, <laughs> anyway. Bye. Bye.